Watch Yahoo! Phantom of the forest, you spear, finger, fire, dragon, Ohio grass, man, silver giant, bloodless hollow, West Virginia vampire, coyote king, hogzilla, devil, dark coyote killer. Cave creature, mothman, smoke wolf, a lizard, demon, ashman, grafton monster, cow killing bastard, shadow creature, dust man, Cherokee, death cat, wild man, great fire, rape, what else do I have to say? Steal yourself some chicken wire, and I'll get some lumber, cast the thunder brothers, don't you dare get out of the golf cart, we can keep our fixies while we hunt the fixies. Smelly gastro Red Island Bear Beast Silver Giant Squalling Savage Black Wolf was kind of average Stone Giant Raven Mock a Midnight Whistler Wampus Beast Wild Wild Woman Ohio Grass Man again Technically Huckleberry Wolf Man of Wolf County Need to find the axe again If we hunt the lightning man A Welch's Werewolf Deadly Howl Kentucky Hellhound Little Girl Headless Horror I can't take it anymore Steal yourself some chicken wire and I'll get some lumber, catch the Thunder Brothers Don't you dare get out of the golf cart We can keep our big seats while we hunt the big feet Well this here's Big Feats, the show you think is about mountain monsters but it's really about friendship. Uh, I'm Robert Brockway and I love you guys. Oh, I'm true friend Sean Baby from the internet. I am Jason Pargin, acclaimed uh, science fiction author. I am not personally friends with either of these men. I only I only speak to them on podcasts. Uh, Brockway could have three children, and I would not know. I would have no idea. You don't know about the Bobbies? They're all named Bobby. They're all named Jason K. Pargin, and you don't know about them. <laughs> oh, those are my dogs. <laughs> Every single one of my dogs. Jason K. and Pargin, his three dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Parjun, you get back here. Parjun, get out of that skunk. God damn it. Uh, so this is, of, of course, as you could tell, a show about mountain monsters, the, uh, the reality monster hunting show uh, with hard quotes around reality. Before we get into it, I do believe we have some capitalism to send your way. Yes, believe it or not, I, I do not uh, make my pay my rent doing this uh because who would who would pay me to do this? No one. Uh, no, I have a new book it's out. Certainly not us. <laughs> I am paying two thousand dollars an episode to be on this show. Uh, <laughs> my most recent novel is called Zoe is too drunk for this dystopia. It is out everywhere. It is probably getting close to Christmas time when this episode goes up. So get it for everyone you know for Christmas. And Sean. Uh, I write for a terrific website called 1900hotdog.com, and it's the final comedy website. We do jokes every day, high-effort, joke-dense articles about strange and bizarre things from the wrong dimension uh, with an all-star cast of writers, uh, many of whom you'll know, uh, all of whom will one day be household names. It's terrific. Visit! Depending on the household, I think they already are. That's true. They're, they're names in my household, and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to plug Big Feats, uh, my favorite podcast. It's about mountain monsters and these three guys, uh, each of them more hilarious than the last. Uh, watch it and just riff on it. It's the best show uh, I've ever seen and the best podcast you could possibly make about it. So I'm here telling you, all of my friends, uh, about this show that I love and enjoy because I want to see it succeed. And uh, I guess this is my way of leaving a review for it. 
which I also find to be very helpful when I like mm. and enjoy things. That's a great idea. Uh, and now I would like approximately 10 seconds of passive aggressive silence. So, Mount Monsters, if you do not know the show, start from the beginning, start from our first episode. There are no bad episodes of this show, but they just, it's a pleasure to watch them because they just keep escalating. They don't know the rules of improv, of comedy, of storytelling in any way. They are slowly inventing them as they go, and that makes it a fascinating thing that gets better every episode. It starts good, it starts hilarious, and they, you watch them invent all of their own rules in real time, and it's wonderful. Uh, it's on HBO Max primarily. I think I've just gotten word that it's on Roku and maybe some other free streaming services. There are nine episodes. We will do this until we die and possibly beyond, depending on uh, how faithful AI recreations of personalities are. Robert misspoke. He said nine episodes. There should be nine episodes. There are nine seasons, seasons. of oh, the sorry, show. Nine seasons. seasons. Nine entire seasons of like sometimes 20 episodes each. It varies, but there's a lot. Uh, we will do them. We will do them forever. It is a curse that we have brought down on ourselves as much as it is a blessing. Uh, currently, we are watching uh, Mountain Monsters Season 1, Episode 9, The Yahoo of Nicholas County. Our team is Trapper. He's the leader. Huckleberry, Bigfoot Security. Who we uh, Last episode, we discovered that might have supposed to have been his position in sort of the formation. Right. But now he has definitely cemented it as mall security. Uh -huh. So he is mall security for the woods. Buck is a rookie collar, husky ninja, uh, man bait, mostly man bait these days. Jeff is our hillbilly research scientist and fucking wild card here to just throw a wrench in everybody's plans. Willie is our trapper, our trap builder. He builds traps that trap, I'm assuming, mostly children. Wild Bill is our tracker. It's a nice way of saying what he really is, which is, I, I just cannon fodder. He's there to run out into the woods. A tree maniac. You track the monster. He's a tree maniac. He falls out of trees and is the first one into the monster's jaws, uh, which is a useful, a useful thing. You can track a monster by the Wild Bill screams uh, after he runs out there. If you could look at his skill tree, it is just beelined to tree maniac and then every point he dumped into it. <laughs> See, I think if you could look at his skill tree, it would be pure chaos. It would be, there's no path whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you can't even get to that one. How'd you get this one in <laughs> deep in the middle? It's not connected. Wild Bill, what the fuck are you doing? You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have no points in gun and five points in screwdriver. I don't even understand. You're going to kill him with a screw. You're going to kill Bigfoot with a screwdriver. And he will try. He will try that because that's what, that's what kind of show this is. Uh, we it's like a better plan than they usually come up with. If you give Wild Bill a screwdriver, that's a way better plan than building a house for it and then baiting it with the food he doesn't eat. It's true. And then making a nearby noise. If they all did that, if they all, if this show, instead of cleverly building traps, cleverly, uh, instead of building traps, if this show was about them all going out in the woods, and then as soon as they hear a branch snap, they just go yeehaw and run out into the shadows with guns blazing. <laughs> I mean, they'd all be dead. <laughs> they would all yeah. definitely be dead. But it would be it would be a good time. Uh, this time, Yahoo and Nicholas County. Yahoo is the monster. Uh, it's a it's a fun name for a Bigfoot. Uh, it is a real one. We do start these off by looking them up. Uh, it's uh -huh. a real one. And the only fun fact I could find about it was Daniel Boone was said to have some sort of beef with Yahoo's. Yeah. Okay. He didn't like the Yahoo's. 
is an obscure mm-hmm. cryptid. By the way, it, listeners, when we say a real one, if this is your first episode, we are not saying that the Yahoo of whatever, the, the Yahoo of Nicholas County actually exists. We're saying it's a cryptid that they did not make up for this show, as they sometimes do. But this was one where if you Google it, the first page is all Mountain Monsters talk, like this TV show talk. So the Yahoo is not well known. I'm wondering if that Daniel Daniel Boone story is not like the only prominent reference to it. It's the only thing I found. But like, I didn't uh, find any. I found the name and that all the they were so proud to mention all the little cryptid pages. They were like, this one was on the TV show Mountain Monsters. So this is <laughs> this is their claim to fame. Is this show that nobody has ever watched? Uh, once, once acknowledge them. It's called that because it makes a noise that sa- kind of sounds like a person saying Yahoo. And if you have been, if you have been listening along with us for the previous seven, uh, eight episodes prior to now, and you know that when they encounter these monsters in the woods, they always signal it with a canned monster sound effect from a uh, Halloween sound effects, uh, record that they have bought. Um, and you're probably going to say, well, gosh, how are they going to manage that? Because they just always do like a generic roar. Surely this creature is not going to actually make some kind of a Yahoo sound. <laughs> buckle, Surely buckle, they up. buckle up, kids, because this show, <laughs> wh- wherever you think this show is going, as predictable as you think it is, just just come along for the ride. Every episode yeah. Better than the last. We're going to up the game again here with uh, season one, episode episode nine, Yahoo of Nicholas. I always want to say Yahoo of Nicholas Cage, which uh, I, I bet <laughs> I bet we could get Nick Cage up in here. Like if we pitched this to yeah. him, he could do the big budget version. The Yahoo of Nicholas County. Uh, they start off in Trapper's truck meeting. They're all crammed into his giant cab truck. Uh, the most that it's ever been in a cab. They are driving to, you won't believe this. West Virginia, where they already are. It's like five minutes away. That's so lucky. It's They're so honored to finally be going after a local, is how they're framing it. I will remind you, every single monster has been local, except for one, which was 45 minutes away in Ohio, and they made a very big deal about that sacrifice. Like, fucking 45 minutes. Uh, so, Huckleberry... This whole show... Uh, this whole show is decided kind of on improv. They find... A couple of things that seem like a set piece or a, a prop or something. They try to spin a story up from there, some sort of rough sketch, and then they they go and say shit. And what that results in a lot of times is some sort of improv fight where they try to make their own rules about it. They try to enforce what, what the theme of the episode is going to be. And most of all, they fight for one-liners that will be in the pre-show role of all the best scenes. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, Huckleberry came in with a plan and he fucking dominates. He's the Chicago <laughs> Bulls of Mountain Monsters in this episode. One of the first lines he says as they're introducing the idea of a West Virginia Yahoo, a local Bigfoot, he says, So it's Hillbilly on Hillbilly. And yeah, that is he really goes not for that the this last episode. time you're going to hear that no, phrase. He sells it. He knows. He knows this is championship shit. Trapper says, like, that's right, knowing, oh fuck. Oh, fuck, he just scooped me. So he, so Trapper, Trapper says, this is a seven to eight foot tall, some 800, 1200 pounds, because they can never be small. They always got to be beasts. And these yeah. these men are already beasts. So these things have to be huge. Uh, he says, you better be on your toes with this son of a bitch. I tell you right now. And uh, Jeff describes the first sighting. He says the first sighting was in the mid 1800s by lumberjacks here in Nicholas County. 
and they were describing him as just screaming out Yahoo at them. Some of them were quite terrified. <laughs> I want to talk about the, the estimates of the weights of these creatures. We are now on episode nine. They cannot decide on how dense a mountain monster is because right. they they will go from, well, they could be up to nine feet tall and maybe a thousand to 1500 pounds it's like that's not a minor range of weights for these things and they will like with that dog creature they decided it was up to 400 or 500 pounds but it was only like dog sized they can never quite dial in on how much something eight feet tall should weigh because there have been basketball players stone bones that like there's basketball players that are seven feet tall and pretty beefy strong guys that are in the 400 pound range so you're talking about a seven-foot-tall creature that's 1,200 pounds. That is a very wide creature. That is a almost a chode of a creature. Yeah. <laughs> Got yourself a ram, man. <laughs> I like the idea of Bigfoot chodes. I mean, maybe, <laughs> what is Shaq? Like 900 pounds? Wait. But something like that. Like yeah. as a hallmark. Defensively, he's got his moose hat on. Yeah. He's got a... I got a 900 foot shack. 900 pound shack is about right. Yeah, they're they're all over because it has to sound scary. And I like when they give the range of 900 to 1500. So it's either uh, 900 pounds or almost twice that. It's a, it's a sure you didn't nail it down. Uh, they got they got they got stone bones or something. They're they're super dense creatures from from beyond the stars. Uh, what Trapper says. I like that uh, Buck makes a, a good point here where he says. How did he hide after they cut down all that timber? And then someone else also made a good point. Uh, there's a million places for him to hide. So I, th- I, f- I feel like they both. Uh... <laughs> that's uh, that's that's mountain monsters. So shut the fuck up, Buck. Well, this is again, we're in the truck debriefing. Goddamn. Buck accidentally it screws up on the improv because again they with every single episode try to waver in between is it a single immortal creature or is it a mm-hmm. breed of creature where they've seen a bunch of them over time and buck right off the bat they you know because again as you mentioned they said well first sightings are in 1800s by the lumberjacks and then buck says well with all that timber cut down there's no telling where he has been hiding all these years again immediately implying that this is a a supernatural being because he's 200 years old a single a single immortal creature which again the ethics of finding and hunting a species that has yet been discovered is one thing (laughs) the ethics of finding and murdering a 300 year old supernatural being are totally different (laughs) like this is not a minor difference fucking shoot it but they just waver from one to the other from scene to scene without without comment. Wild Bill's going to run out there and kill it with a hacksaw, this wonder of nature. It's gifted to us by God, and he's going to saw its fucking face off. Uh, do you think Do you think by these rules, was Doc maybe like a little Bigfoot? You think, do you think oh, shit. Doc? That's a good Doc could have been a, a big point. Foot. He's been around since the 1800s, <laughs> for sure. And he probably says Yahoo a lot. He's a little Yahoo. Uh, so what separates, they double down, Trapper says, what separates our Bigfoot from all the others, I love every part of that sentence, we have a Bigfoot and yep. there are so many, is that damn Yahoo sound. So once again, Trapper's Trapper's mad at it. Trapper's mad at the Yahoo sound. I guess it keeps him up at night. Uh, so we beat our first witness, again, just an open field with a shack. Our first, 
God damn it. I forgot momentarily and then I looked at my notes. Our first sight witness yeah, his is, name's Possum. is a gin singer by the name of Possum. We haven't, we haven't uh, seen this in a while. Not since Turtle Man, have we? Have we just called a guy a, a, yeah. a, a vermin, a type of vermin? Have we, met a, have we met a verman out in the woods? We thought that the <laughs> name's Nutria and he's a bucket man. <laughs> Puts things in buckets. We thought that they had gotten a note at some point to stop interviewing like these cartoonish animal named people. And for a few episodes, they did. It was just, you know, this is Mm -hmm. James. He's a whatever outdoorsman, whatever. But nope, we've now we're we're now on a man who is a professional ginseng gatherer, which is an, an herb that. I guess is very popular around there because they've multiple, they've met multiple people who were out ginseng hunting when they saw the monsters uh, and yep. his name is Possum, and and he's got a long beard, cane, baseball cap. Looks like every other guy they've ever met doing anything right. in the woods. They have a they have a very narrow cast type. Like surely there are just like women, or there's a skinny man, or there's somebody under forty out in these <laughs> woods. Why can you only find this same guy and and his his variants, all of the little palette swaps of this guy? Uh, so now possum. Poss- now, Possum here, he thinks he's a natural <laughs> storyteller, but I'm not sure I agree. <laughs> he's got that weird, creepy whisper voice uh, that I will give them is very Possum-ish. He's selling the Possum identity. <laughs> so they ask him for his Possum credentials, and he tells him, well, I'm a singer. Long comedy pause. Oh, Buck, God damn it. are you a country singer or a rock singer? And Jeff, to end this scene, thinks he's going to say, he's just karaoke, bud. Just karaoke. Do you you guys have ginseng hunter stereotypes that I don't have? Do you? What what is the karaoke thing? I was genuinely confused by this. This felt like a, a dead bit from the start. And then they like talk shit about Buck in the middle of it. Like, yeah, he's a rookie. He can't fucking make a joke. This is a stupid shit. He's from the city. He don't know you're saying gin singing. He thinks you're talking singing. <laughs> well, they, they do. They, son of a bitch. They rag on Buck a little bit, but at the end of ragging on him, when they're like, yes, why you're the rookie. Shut up. They cut <laughs> to a tender testimonial from Huckleberry going, ah, oh, Buck, he's still young, but he's willing to learn. <laughs> That's the main thing. This is very putting on his like, <laughs> philosopher father voice to be like ah buck that young thing that young buck if you will we'll mold him into a full-size kirby one day the issue was not him not knowing how to do something in the woods it was in a conversation a guy referred to his profession as a singer and buck made a joke about Oh, so you're a singer, and, and, when, and when you're supposed to know, well, no, if you saw a transcript of what he said, you would know it's an apostrophe, singer, S-S-E-N-G, because he's, he's collecting ginseng. This goes on for, I think, 27 minutes of them <laughs> hashing out this, like this yeah. minor, which really should not have survived the edit, if I'm going to be if I'm gonna be frank. Building the bit, dragging the bit on forever turning on the bit deciding the bit was terrible deciding it's all buck's fault to figuring out why it's his fault and then ponderously reflecting on will buck ever learn better than to do this bit 
It, what what well, a great way to start it's an all coded. It's all coded language. Like they meet these hillbillies and they're like, hi, I'm a hillbilly. I eat squirrels. And like they're, they're clearly doing a bit to say like, here's my community. And then these guys are supposed to relate to that. They're like, that's so they can say, yep, I understand. I also eat squirrel gravy. And here's Buck just completely fucking up the vibe by saying like, I don't even know what that word you're saying is because I'm like, you know. I own a bait shop and I live in the city. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not a hillbilly like you freaks. I just go. I, play I don't know. The, I feel like I, I go play Cabela's hunting game in right. the bar. Like that's my. I like I like camo because it makes me look slimmer. <laughs> so yeah, he's a, he's a white guy in a black barber shop. It's my. He's just he's he's coded wrong for the situation and like stepping on everybody's fun. So possum says. A month ago, I was ginsenging when I heard this rustle and saw this creature. Eight foot tall, black, real broad shoulders. And you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't give that description with that cadence yeah. and that voice and expect us to picture Bigfoot and not yeah. Shaq looking dreamy. Just, <laughs> just looking at Shaq is getting out of the shower. And I said, do you need a towel, Shaq? <laughs> I was hoping he'd say no. I was hoping he'd say I'm looking at one. Uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dried his dick off. With little old me. This is how you improv, Buck. You, you end it with Shaquille O'Neal drawing his penis on the storyteller. On the That's beard just... of a man named Possum. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even try it. You can still have some of that shack water in it. <laughs> okay, so we cut from from that scene to uh, uh, the CGI model, which is uh, just a Bigfoot, a Bigfoot with thunder thighs and kind of a punch drunk face. And then uh, yeah. there's a little bit of flourish here that I love, which is that it's over uh, it's over Possum's description. And when Possum says he has huge eyes, the Bigfoot's eyes light up red. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, like they have a button on the back, and just you can press them. <laughs> and uh, uh, if you're new, trap- if you're new to the show, you may note that his he was spotted the creature minding its own business and bothering absolutely no one. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, up till no now, one. the Yahoo of Nicholas County has uh, attacked, uh, not even inconvenienced anyone in any way. It is being hunted for no reason. It, it bothered Daniel Boone three hundred years ago. Actually, the stories kind of implied that Daniel Boone bothered it. So maybe we owe, if anything, an apology, like a legacy apology. I don't know which side to fall on that ancient debate. We destroyed its habitat. That's the other thing. We cut down all of the trees where it lives. And now we're going to fucking kill it. Uh, So Trapper asks, about how far were you away? And Possum says, about 50 yards. And he points right behind him to the holler right behind him, like right behind his house. And Trapper says... You mind taking us out to that holler, possum? What a dangerous <laughs> sentence. What a dangerous sentence to yeah. say to any any man. Would you mind eating my feet, possum? <laughs> yeah, hearing that come out of his mouth, he should have said, oh, yeah, I hear what yep, I fucked I up. I hear it. I'm not going. We're in a lot of danger. <laughs> but, but the man named Possum, who talks like this, uh, he offers to get them in his side-by-sides, in his forest golf carts, and drive out there to take a look. So we, we haul ass to the golf carts, and we drive... What we just established was 150 feet away. We have driven right. 150 feet. Uh, one thing I one thing that really stuck out to me here that we have not drawn attention to uh, is that when you're picturing 
if for some reason you have not been watching these episodes along with us, you have God, what a crazy, what a crazy decision for all, you know, we could be making this up. Uh, but one thing we haven't focused on is that they don't just have the same identifiable hats, the same identifiable headgear, which they do. It's the same outfit every single time. They are like cartoon characters. Every once in a while, they will change into a variant outfit for a mission or something, but their base outfit, same exact clothes, which in cartoons, you do that as visual shorthand and to make swapping cells easier. When you do that in person, I guess it does help sell the visual shorthand, but there are no cells to swap out. So I'm inclined to believe they maybe they just own the one set of clothes, like in this fiction. Like that's what they think a that hillbilly man they does. Just, they just have the one hillbilly. Like you just and own a just, you own a clothes, and then you right. you jump in a crick when it's time to wash it. I'm sorry, that's a diversion. What they're doing is driving their their forest golf carts 100 feet away to the most what Trapper says horrendous terrain. It's like a it's an okay hill. It's like a 30 degree sure. hill. Uh, that looks like it's made worse by being in a golf cart. Like it's just sliding down there and they have no control over it. Like maybe, maybe walking would have been best. Yeah. Walking would have been better. Uh, after we've driven 150 feet, Trapper says, you were quite far back in here, Possum. What a big hike. And as though we haven't watched this just happen. Uh, Possum Possum is like missing a foot from diabetes. Like this guy is moving real slow. So maybe they're just trying to like. What a big hike for you. For Right. <laughs> you're good doing boy. so good. You're Great doing job. So good. Uh, Possum is out here telling them how, what he wants to emphasize is how agile, how absolutely beautiful in motion this particular Bigfoot right. is. This Bigfoot is doing Bigfoot parkour. He's doing like one, two steps on a log, doing a somersault, and then just bounding up a hill. Uh, he does say he has a terrifying scream, that terrifying Yahoo scream, which is everybody describes as soul frightening. Just absolutely will freeze your blood. Uh, absolutely terrifying. They do need a measurement on the log. And as we have established, it's funniest to get Buck to do that. Of course. I so, was confused by the scene because they were not claiming that the Yahoo balanced across that log. Didn't they say that he just jumped across? They said he put two steps on it. He just bounded across like a ballerina, which is a great visual. (laughs) I love love the Bigfoot ballerina. (laughs) Uh, But the point, okay, the point of this scene, the real point of this scene in the show is to get Bug, the largest member of the crew, which is not, it's not by that much. uh, Right. To go do something physical because it's funny. And what Buck is going to do is very, very, make a lot of, very slow progress down a gentle hill. Uh, he's he's going to make it look really difficult because he's not <laughs> scaling this log. They're like, we got to get a measurement on the log. And Buck says, oh, no, ain't no way. Yeah, like, just straight up. No, he knows the improv. And Trapper is insistent. Buck says, well, that thing may hold him, but it ain't going to hold me. And he's trying very clearly to say, like, I cannot get on that. It will probably break. Yeah. And he's he's almost certainly right. But the fiction they're making up is that this Bigfoot, which is like a thousand pounds, uh, and instead of just letting that go, Trapper says, how big did you say this thing was, Possum? And Possum says, eight, nine hundred pounds. Huckleberry says, well, Buck, you're pretty close to that. And all laugh. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. We have not been 
kind. I would not say we've been overly kind about about the physical shape that they're in, which I would say is is not Shame because of their existence, but because they proclaim to themselves to be master woodsmen and husky ninjas. Uh, right. It, it's simply that that is not the case. However, I would say Huckleberry is, has like maybe maybe 50 pounds off from Buck. And Jeff is like, yeah, I don't they know, could a big lunch. Shirts. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jeff is they a trade close. Day. No question. And also, I feel like the case is closed that this Bigfoot is more agile than a morbidly obese, unemployed Virginian. I feel <laughs> like we don't need to like run the fucking scientific tests here. But we do because they're all that laughter. They're all, oh, Buck, you're pretty close to that. <laughs> Trapper cuts it off and says, you're on the log, Buck. <laughs> get on the log. They get actually on. make him Yahoo. They make him get out there and scream Yahoo. <laughs> I, I feel like it's times like this you realize they're eight years old. Like if you took any eight-year-olds and sent them into the woods and said, find us a Bigfoot, like they would create almost exactly the same show. So he's... He says they said, hold on, I think now that I think about it, this show does make a lot more sense. If in the pilot, which we didn't see, they found a magic amulet and swapped bodies with their grandkids. And that's like what we're dealing with. (laughs) That's the origin story of this show that that would make sense to me. So they send Buck down the hill and to climb up the opposite hill. And Buck, a lot is, is made of this. This is 20 minutes of episode is Buck very gingerly making his way down this hill, almost falling several times as they laugh. And then as he gets to the bottom, Huckleberry says, the Husky Ninja strikes again, which is real, a real shitty thing to say, but Buck doesn't pick up. He says in his testimonial at the bottom of the hill, as as all of his friends are up top mocking him, (laughs) he says, well, they're old. They can't get down here and back up the hill. I may be big, but I can track a lot better than they can. Like like he can get around a lot better. Right. And the very next scene is Trapper saying, all right, you got to get up that hill up to the top there. And Buck going, oh, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the coping it's that they're constantly writing themselves into these situations that humiliate them and then they're like well the reason i'm doing this humiliating thing is because i'm actually super cool <sighs> it's because they really love and respect me and they need me and then as soon as they ask him to do something ah fuck but there's also a thing that we've touched on a few because this is the third straight episode where they've had someone a member of the team point out what brutal terrain this is like they've right. never seen Horrendous. terrain before. And this is just a gentle, it's just a, a creek. It's, it's a little hill and a little bit of water and another hill. Again, it's a creek identical to the one we have in the park here, just near downtown Nashville, Tennessee, in the middle of a large American city. It, every, yeah. every terrain they run across, they act like they've never seen it before. And a couple episodes earlier, there's like, man, look at all this mud out here. Like they've never walked in just a muddy woods which woods are mud mud most of the time it is fascinating because i don't i still to this day cannot get a sense of how little woodsman experience these guys have because the whole joke with buck is that when he tries to traverse a stream it looks like you grab someone from the city and made them try to traverse a stream but buck's backstory is not that he lived in Los Angeles and had to move out here. And the joke is he's a fish out of water. He's supposed to be a country boy like the rest of them, but all of them walk very gingerly through the woods. Like they've not done it very much, which I got to say in nine seasons of television, they still do it. 
I've seen episodes up there. Even though they, they objectively now do have quite a bit of experience. We, <laughs> we've seen you have experience and you have learned nothing. You have learned absolutely. If anything, it is more difficult. Uh, I, I bring all this up, all of this hill climbing time, because it's a huge chunk of the episode, but also because this is sort of the arc of Buck. Buck now understands how much climbing a hill sucks. He gets to the top of the hill and gives a, a testimonial to the camera he says, personally, experiencing this hill, getting to the top of it, it's unreal the way this creature moves up up these hills. Like, he now understands this yeah. Bigfoot suffering, climbing all of these hills like he does. And this actually will come back as, as Buck's sort of arc in the episode of uh, coming to empathize with the Bigfoot by virtue of having to walk up a short hill. <laughs> Which, again, at least, at least one of Sean's children could get up that hill. No question. Well, I, mean, I think the baby could make it. The six-month-old. Yeah. If you withhold food, that baby would get up there. Yeah, if you dangle the toy just a couple inches ahead of its grip for like a half an hour, it could get up that hill. Yeah, the old carrot-on-a-stick thing. Yeah. You carrot-on-a-stick that baby up that hill. It's one of them, one of them West Virginia sayings. Uh, so Trapper is trying to tell Buck to give a Yahoo bellow like the Bigfoot. And what he says is, Blow up your chest as big as you can and give me the biggest Yahoo that you can voice out. I think we should be worried about Trapper at this point. Yeah. I think something's happening. Something's going wrong. That's that's some wild bill shit. Something's <laughs> it was a really simple thing you needed to say there. Yell yeah. Yahoo and you you came I, out with I raised with this that. in the last episode. I feel like they don't speak this dialect of Hillbilly. I think they can just barely understand it. But my favorite response, Buck says, what? I'll sound like an idiot. God, the foresight. <laughs> what is the sudden to foresight? Have, to have, like, I feel like a shadow should cross over his face as, like, everything <laughs> crashes down on him at once. Right. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Just we see years flash before his eyes. He's So now he's self-conscious about looking stupid. About yelling Yahoo up here. They get him to yell Yahoo and everybody claps. It, it's whatever. It's a bit. It's just like he was right there. He's on the precipice of understanding. Yeah. But no, you step right back uh, and you, you don't go over that edge. And also Trapper, now, someone reassured him. Well, it's just us out here. Implying that, out here. that Buck doesn't know this is being filmed, which I would love <laughs> to find out. The, the At least one member of the crew did not know they were filming a TV show this whole time. Post... So in like 2013, 2014, we had really good quality glasses cameras. They weren't as yep. they weren't as pinpoint as they are <laughs> now, but you could hide them in a pair of glasses or something. This could be they could be Truman showing this whole thing. You could be engineering this social experiment to learn <laughs> to learn what men will do when when they are convinced that everyone around them is a Bigfoot and willing willing to betray them. Uh, so we're into our first night investigation. Uh, they're back in that hall are looking for signs uh, of the Yahoo really playing up the danger. He's so fast. He's so agile. You saw him bound like a ballerina. He could plie right up to us. We would never know. Uh, it's Trapper says it's big bear country and we're hoping it's big Yahoo country. And uh, God, that's a good name for a band. Big Yahoo country. Uh, yeah. uh, for once. They don't see a sign of a big creature and specify that, which is crazy because they immediately find the big creature. So Trapper right. goes from, 
I don't see any sign of big creatures been through here to, what, look at these berries, that's here, to what was that? He's here, and he's now, there are snapping branches all around him. Uh, Jeff has it on on his thermal, which... The fuck eh. he does. <laughs> the fuck he does. <laughs> he gets a little blotch, is what he gets. There's like a little quick blotch, Jeff. like they're doing him a favor. Jeff like and I'll his put a little thermal. Jellyfish. Just, just a little leave it. Here. Just leave it in the truck, Jeff. So useless. I don't. It's, it's night. It's very brief and easy right. to miss. But when they find the berries on the tree and Trapper doing his improv, uh, you know, his crime scene improv is like ice feeding on these berries. It cuts away. It cuts back to Trapper, and he's eating some of the berries. <laughs> <laughs> and then they hear they play the 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 crew. The guy in the crew goes rar, you know, to make like you you guys have heard a, a twig snap or whatever they heard that that cue them off. I guess it wasn't a roar because it, it didn't make the Yahoo sound. But yeah, he was straight up eating these berries he found on the on the tree in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I gotta bright. understand. Buck's climbing hills, getting in that Bigfoot set of mind. I gotta eat his berries. Understand where he's coming from. That's that's what that's the true way of the hunter. There's he's no way he knows whether or not those are poisonous. There's no way he knows. I do not. It's just a lucky guess. So. I don't. Th- I don't think it would have ever occurred to him that there are poisonous berries. <laughs> like I think that's how far removed he is. That you, if you had told him, he'd be spit them out and be like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> so it's nice that we all pointed out that Jeff is at a like a behind the scenes war with the guys responsible for putting stuff on the thermal cam because they all yell at Jeff and he's going, I'm panning guys. I don't see anything. I'm panning. And he's, he's yelling at them about how he's panning and it's not working. Uh, it doesn't. So this Bigfoot has taken off. He's used his super speed to disappear into the night, but they do find his nest. And that's my Incredible. favorite Bigfoot fact. They nest uh, before we cut to the commercial, before we cut to the commercial, uh, Trapper does establish this is 20 feet long, six, seven foot tall. And then we just see little bits and, and flashes of it because we got to tease it for the commercial. And it sure looks like a bunch of branches thrown in a pile. But we do cut to commercial. And then when we smash back in from break, no recap this time, we smash straight in to just a close up of Huckleberry going, if anyone catches him, it'll be us. It takes a hillbilly to catch a hillbilly. <laughs> He's- He's really hammering that thing. I, This is so weird to me because the second time he's mentioned it, it will not be the last. No one joins him in, joins him in it. Uh, it's, it's just something he's decided that this Bigfoot is a hillbilly. He knows. He knows he's created the theme for the episode. He yep. knows he's created the tagline. The producers know because normally we just seized a Bigfoot next. We went to commercial. We are due a three to five minute recap of the entire episode up to the minute that we cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. No, it's the first time ever. They've, they're not doing that. They cut back just not even an intro straight back to Huckleberry going, hey, if anyone catches him, it'll be us. It fucking takes a hillbilly to catch a hit. He knows yep. he's got that shit and he's selling it and he's front and center. And I love the implications here that first, just on face value, only hillbillies can catch hillbillies. I love that. That's great. That's, that's from Ninja 3, The Domination. That's the tagline of that movie. <laughs> takes a hillbilly to catch a hillbilly. It changes somehow when you say only hillbillies. Like many people have tried and then we have had to hire our own. We've had to breed our own hillbillies <laughs> to catch their scent. Uh, further, the implication that this Bigfoot is a hillbilly, like there's some sort of polite Bigfoot society out there. And, <laughs> right. and if, at one of their parties, they would be whispering, who invited the Yahoo? <laughs> oh, I can't you, 
Yes. This Yahoo. I hate going to a Trump. Thunder Brother party when a Yahoo shows up. <laughs> the implications all across. But they love him. It's why they love him. They've decided we love this Yahoo because he's a hillbilly. We're still going to kill him. Right. But he's one of ours. For no reason. <laughs> so he's, he's ours. He's secret. an herbivore. He eats berries. They've established that. Uh, he doesn't right. bother and anyone. He runs has, like hell. Has never bothered anyone. Very graceful and dainty and eats berries and has been surviving in this area for 300 years and never bothered a soul. Uh, but that it, that <laughs> sounds, ends now. He screams Yahoo beautiful. sometimes like our best friend, Wild Bill. <laughs> uh, so the Huckleberry recasts it for us after screaming into the, into the camera and says, we was following this trail out here and come across this Yahoo nest. I love that sentence come across a yahoo nest uh trapper starts making up like look how it's woven it's so <laughs> yeah. intricate and unbelievable not a stupid is, animal to show build this guys yeah it's not they're like it's not a stupid animal uh that that built this huck says that he says this is not a stupid animal that built this thing here guys trapper modifies it and says the beaver is the best builder known to man but this some bitch right here in his class so i had that marked as my quote of the episode Oh, fantastic. Jeff uh, throws his monkey wrench in by saying, look how it's camouflaged. But it's 100% not. This is a giant, very distinct twig fort that, like, you can't mistake for anything with a nest. It's not camouflaged into anything. It's just a pile of twigs. It's yeah. not intricate. It's not woven. It's not a beaver would look at that and be like, don't put us in the same yeah, come class. On. Come on. But Trapper sticks his head in there, and the first thing he says is, you should see the room in here. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> like, and someone, like it's got a half bath. And someone asks him, how tall is it in there? And he says, three foot tall. Three foot. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we have a creature that we have speculated maybe up to, what's the upper range of weight now? Is it 1,200 pounds? Is that where we're at? 1,200 pounds, 10 feet tall. 10 yeah. feet tall, 1,200 pounds. They come across a waist-high pile of branches and, and twigs. They have declared it to be a a Bigfoot Yahoo nest that they say is 20 foot long, 6 to 7 feet high. That is such a, a ballsy move to say that standing in front of this thing. Yeah. To then have to get down on your hands and knees to poke your head into it. <laughs> and someone and asks, then say it's three feet high. Say it's three feet tall. And the, I would love to have someone else on the team to have speculated, well, could that be some other animal animal den? Could that be a coyote right. den? And by the way, could he they shrink never, at night? <laughs> they never refer to it as a ne- as a den. It's always a nest. It's always a Bigfoot yes. nest. I love it. Like there's eggs in Bigfoot eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes a fine yeah. omelet with some squirrel gravy, let me tell you. Put that squirrel gravy on your Bigfoot eggs. Kentucky full breakfast. Uh, so there's so much. They're not even done. Buck, Buck asks him if it's real fresh in there, which is a fucking crazy thing to ask out of nowhere. Yeah. And Trapper confirms there's no scent at all. What? I don't even know what they're fucking doing. None I, of this comes up yeah. again. How do, does that it, it? But it seems like it satisfied everyone. Like that proves it's a Bigfoot nest because we it's, know that the skunk ape doesn't leave a scent. No, no, you fools! They are establishing <laughs> that it has abandoned this nest. It's oh, an old nest oh, that, that it has moved sense. out of. So after he he estimates that they are one to two weeks behind the Yahoo, which they which just they saw ran, earlier this evening. They just ran yeah. into. <laughs> 20 feet away from here so that which and they actually chased 
into this. Yeah, into the spot. Yeah, followed him. So maybe he, he had gone back to get something that, that he left at his old nest. That he has <laughs> phone charger. He has left his phone, I always forget. Left his phone charger back there. <laughs> so we end the scene with a an adorable image. If anybody listening to this is a painter, uh, here is your inspiration. Trapper says, "Get a little snow over this. Make him an igloo with the snows hit." So there you have it. Bigfoot curled up in his little igloo. Uh, it's a Sasquatch. Sorry, Christmas. Yahoo. It's Yahoo in an igloo, everybody. Uh, but the Yahoo's moved on. So we're going to cut away to uh, Wild Bill and Willie's crackhead trap shack. And Willie says, I've known about the Yahoo since I was a kid, but Trapper tells me this creature is humongous. <laughs> like like the Yahoo he has heard is, is a little guy. It's like 5'2". Yeah. Little, little Italian guy. Uh, we call him Yahoo. And Wild Bill, once again, we have the Wild Bill cam, which is my new favorite cam. He's coming tearing through the woods on an ATV as though that's how he took that fucking razzing about his, his SUV uh-huh. so hard. He is only going to show up cool now. <laughs> we need to talk about ass. this. There is uh, some behind the scenes drama going on with Wild Bill's modes of transportation. Now, I think the issue is that his personal vehicle got repossessed or it has some sort of repair that he can't <laughs> afford because he clearly has lost his vehicle at some point. Cause in the previous vehicle, he had to bother his previous episode. He had to, to borrow his mother-in-law's car, mm-hmm. which he got roasted horribly for, and it left him scarred. So now he comes tearing onto the scene in an ATV. There's some, there's something here that this is a real sore spot behind the scenes. Yeah. He's real. This is real sense. They found his weak point and they're yeah. needling it. And now he's, overcompensating by tearing ass in on his cool ATV. Screaming the whole time. Which has the exact same look and energy of, if you've ever seen those real cute videos when they put a GoPro on like a dog and then they throw the ball for it. Yeah. Looks exactly like that. It's got the same face. It's got the same chaos. It's it's wonderful. I mentioned this uh, an episode ago, how he and Willie, Wild Bill and Willie, they have like chemistry but they also are not good friends and so like when they arrive there's so much like awkward touching they can't decide on high five or handshake or half hug so they kind of just dance a little before they sort of just slap each other in the least erogenous zones they can reach they just they love each other so much they have no idea how to express it uh it's it's my favorite part of every episode when when these two find each other in the woods because it's uh the nervous energy uh, I don't know. I guess it's just very relatable when you're really excited to see someone and you kind of only know them from drunken hangouts. It's it's a beautiful relationship we're watching grow. There's a because they did start off like they don't know each other. They're awkward. They're really finding some sort of genuine affection there that they're both wildly uncomfortable with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wild Bill starts off with some insane gibberish. Willie asks if he brought his climbing gear, which is such a simple question. Uh, the answer is yes. Yeah. And what Wild Bill says instead was throw back on the old back of the four wheeler there just like a good Marine on the job, bro. And then he does that little vaudeville zip. And he says, what I like to do, put the old air time in, brother. Just no idea what that means. No idea. Yes was the answer. Yeah. It's that it's that bit we talked about on the WMAC Masters podcast where they get like an Asian person. He says a bunch of things and then it really means ow. Uh, Right. That's what Wild Bill's doing. Yes means yes. Hillbilly for yes. So Willie is designing a log fall trap, which if you thought all of his other traps, which were a box, were too elaborate, too complicated for the simple man, you will enjoy this trap. Uh, 
what would you think a log fall trap consists of? Uh, would, would it be a falling log? Because that's it. You got it. That's it. That's the whole thing. Ladies it's- and gentlemen of the of the audience, I urge you if you are, if you are not watching these episodes with us, and you should be, <laughs> to get the full experience. Please go look up the clip of the log fall trap. It is. I don't know who designs these traps. If Willie is doing it, he is a comedic mastermind because <laughs> each, each trap tops the previous one. And obviously the apex probably would have to be the Mothman trap, which was electrified sure. to prevent teleportation and also had a giant light bulb in it to attract the Mothman because but no ceiling, because the Mothman is a, is a moth has moth in his He's name. So moth, he would be attracted to the light bulb. Um, mm-hmm. And then it has a, an electric field to prevent his teleportation. To go from that to this trap. Which is one log that falls on another. It's just one log, one very big log laying down flat, and another very big log suspended over it. And then it falls on top of the other log, and they put bait in between the two logs. And I know what you're asking, but what is it supposed to do? Um, it's supposed to cut him in half. This <laughs> is what it's the joy of these traps because it creates such a cartoonish mental image every time. It's so delightful and whimsical because I think I thought it was supposed to be, he reaches his Yahoo hand and to grab the, the, the Yahoo snack. And then the log falls on his arm and pins his arm they decide that later. Okay. And they decide that later because right now what they want to do, and they are very upfront about this, they're going to kill the Yahoo. And so that's what this trap is. This trap is going to kill him. It's going to cut him in half. It's like and a what thousand they pound log. Like it's a huge log. It's no, They're not faking that part. What they are eventually going to do is discover that maybe it's not okay that they're going to kill the Yahoo for no reason at all. And so they retcon this trap. Like it's just going to grab his little arm. Well, we'll get there, because how we get there, it's great. Uh, In the meantime, we're still building the trap. And a little bit here, Wild Bill and Willie are are working with chainsaws on on what they call a Widowmaker tree, which is a tree that's just about to fall. And they finally down it, and in celebration, uh, Wild Bill yells, TREE! Uh, Which I love. (laughs) Such a simple dog of a man. And then he goes on to say, Widowmaking done, bro! Good job, Will! Good job, good job, top knot! So the Ames crew, when they come back from commercial, the Ames crew is meeting their next witness and they do something amazing here. They do a Reservoir Dogs side-by-side walk with complete with like multiple flash frames. They have to speed up the footage because it takes them so long to cross the field. <laughs> All to meet a man named Fish. Uh, so we got a possum and a fish. In this one, uh, you will, you'll never believe why, what fish likes to do. He likes to fish. Uh, you know what he looks like. He's a white man in his fifties. He's been here in the Yahoo night after night. And he, he's supposed to sell it as scary, but what it comes across is that he's complaining about his shitty loud neighbor, the Yahoo screaming all night. Uh, like it's, <laughs> it's more annoyance. Uh, but then he, he says he heard it in the daytime and they're like, they're thrown by this. And all reluctantly right. agree. They right. even try to kind of prompt him, like, you you heard it in the daytime. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. We were, That's a we, were doing a, we were doing a thing where the Yahoo, Yahoo's at night. So we right. only uh, hunt fish at night for some reason. If 
Fish encourages them to bring a gun with you too, uh, like they weren't going to. Like like these maniacs aren't yeah, going. Come on, Got a cupboard, fish, fish man. Uh, he says it's a, a fish. Does a does, does that thing where he like leans too far into the like I can't tell what it was. He's like, what's this thing? It, this West Virginia monster screaming Yahoo. I don't know what it could be. And yet, if you're supposed to have lived there all your life, and you're a person of right. the land. Or a, a hill person, as Trapper calls them, and not one of those concrete people, uh, then you, of course, would know all about. Like, that's why they thought that auctioneer was such a shithead. He wouldn't know about the lizard demon. He's from yeah. the city. But these yeah, goddamn idiot. people don't know anything. Uh, he really upsells them how tough it is. He says it's rough as a cob down there, that territory. <laughs> and uh, that's obviously where they're going to be going, <laughs> rough as a cob, where they're going to be going. Uh, and. <laughs> He, he now says, I started carrying a little bitty video camera my wife got me for Christmas. Well, I carried it down in here one day and I caught a little piece of this thing on camera. I don't know why he's doing like a like a Mr. Rogers thing. And it's them, like, the it's, same camera yeah. they make it's each so witness weird. pull out of their pocket. It's the same one. It's like a Canon 800 or something. <laughs> it's And again, we've, we've <clears throat> already established in the show that you can exist in a universe with smartphones. Like people in this area have, some, we've already established that, but it's no, they all have to pull out that same camera with the flip out screen that has the worst video quality. It's like they record it with like a Nintendo DS. It's like they've forgotten to this point. They kept making excuses more and more elaborate. I was filming cow videos for cow perverts. <laughs> they kept making more excuses for like why they were filming. They felt really self-conscious about that. What fish is doing here is making an excuse for why on earth he would even own a camera. Being a fish, being a fish man. I got this little bitty video camera. Come closer and look at it, won't you? I, it, it's such a wild vibe. And again, it, it's weird that he's bringing out the video evidence this late <laughs> into the discussion. He's like, let's go to a second location. I'll show you where I saw him. Oh, by the way, last time I was here, I took this this proof, this proof of the supernatural here on my video and if it were, If it would pass any vetting test, would be the most famous footage ever shot. Actually, no, not this one. It's really shitty. It's really shitty by their standards. Yeah. The back of a back head of a black thing. Not even a black thing. Just a, a an ape, clear ape costume. And Fish thinks that Yahoo was pissed off that he was taking video, which is a detail I like. It's just fucking, don't fucking film me. I'm not having a good day. Uh, Buck is, is, again, expresses his admiration and like compatriot is compatriotism that that, he, that this bigfoot has to walk up hills he's like i he got all the way to the top of that hill you know we got to give this one to him he says he doesn't he personally knows billy goats that couldn't climb it like that's not a weird thing to say <laughs> <laughs> i know billy goats that couldn't climb my my friend the fat billy goat could not get up that hill uh, but anyway they figured out where to set up the trap it's in this holler where where fish took his little bitty video uh, and hillbilly mm-hmm. and Huckleberry with his hillbilly thing comes back now to sell it again. He says, "Yeah, it's hillbilly on hillbilly now." <laughs> I don't get this at all. Not just because it's weird to begin with, but like fish is clearly a hillbilly. It was hillbilly on hillbilly when it when it was the Yahoo versus fish. Everybody who lives there, uh, based on their rules, yeah, yeah. it's it's been yeah. hillbilly on hillbilly for three hundred years. When you say it's hill, when you a hillbilly say it's hillbilly on hillbilly now, it's it gives the vibe of the scene in Requiem for a Dream yeah, where they I know scream what that ass means. to ass, uh-huh. going hillbilly to hill, do hillbilly to hillbilly. 
Uh, it's personal. Yeah, right. He's saying yeah, it's, it's personal. Yeah, it's personal, that. But based on nothing. He says it's hillbilly on hillbilly now. It's personal. It, it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything to anybody. Why is it personal now? Yeah. 100% never did anything <laughs> All we've established is that it hasn't done anything to anybody. But he sold that line so good. He knew he knew he was in the in the pre-roll to the episode. He absolutely knows. And rightfully, he, he seizes that position. Uh, so we go back to the Trap Shack. Where Willie is stoked on how he found two perfect logs. God damn, they're so perfect. Uh, they f- see signs of deer, and that clearly means that Bigfoot is here. Uh, they don't explain why that's true. It's the second episode in a row where the trap team and the main team don't communicate, and they, they find two different spots for the trap. because the Exactly, pr- and the second episode in a row where the trap weighs four tons and cannot be moved. Yeah. Cause they talk to that guy and they're like this spot right here where he spotted him like this, it's a perfect place to put our log trap. And you go back to the trap team and they're like, well, these logs weigh 4,000 pounds. <laughs> we found some, we found where some deer rubbed on some sticks. That's good enough for us. This is where that's good. enough. This is where we're that's really all the justification they give it is. Is deer deer come through here? So probably also Bigfoot. When really what they're saying is you can't fucking change the trap the second week in a row, guys. Like we, they also they didn't tell Bill what they were doing with the Bigfoot, so he starts talking about eating it. He's like fantasizing about carving a big old round Bigfoot steak. Off. He says, "When that old Yahoo comes through here, huh? He might get him a one big log right on top of that noggin, huh?" Wouldn't gonna take this here new buck knife. Give me a slice of her about that big round hole just on the old fire hole. He's gonna eat the Bigfoot. <laughs> of course. He's gonna eat the Bigfoot. Maybe not the whole thing, but while it's trapped, he will carve off enough He's to gonna- eat. <laughs> Everyone on the team has a different motivation for finding... Are we trying to discover a new creature for science? Are we trying to get revenge? Are we hunting it for food? Are we hunting it for sport? It doesn't matter. So Bigfoot. So this is like three episodes. I don't know about in a row, but this is three episodes where, where Wild Bill is settled his motivation as wanting to eat monsters. Like he's like he's not even getting the per diem. Like he's you fucking you stuck that stick that per diem. You stick it. I'm here to get I'm a gourmand, huh? You gotta, gotta eat me some monsters and steal them powers, huh? Just gonna you know, fuel up on that monster juice. I don't, I, I don't know what he's fucking thinking. I love it. I love that he's committed to it. That it's the one thing that's stuck in his brain is that we're here to eat these monsters, and he thinks everybody's on the same page, and they're not. <laughs> Willie is just like, oh, okay, I, like maybe we shouldn't eat the Bigfoot, man. Wild Bill gets back up in a tree. Willie says, you know, we, we got to go. You got to get out of that tree already, as though he has been up there all afternoon. And Wild Bill says, coming down hot. I mean, hot, bro. Woo. And he we get on the Wild Bill cam for this one. So, again, you need to watch these because this is beautiful. It's a Wild Bill cam. The camera is, I guess it's on its chest, pointing up from below at his mouth. So it's like a POV of the last thing a chili dog sees. As he falls completely out of a tree and smacked smack down on his back with a sound like, <laughs> just, just completely should he, be dead. I mean, he repels, but what he does is he, he lays backwards so that his back is completely flat. And then he just lets go and falls all the way down. And it hurts every time yeah. he makes the noise and everything. Repels. <laughs> it, Repels in very hard. <laughs> fucking hurt. Anyway, they've now built this trap. Uh, 
this trap is ready to go, but they're still, they built the trap. They're going to kill this Bigfoot. I don't know why they're still interviewing witnesses, but they are. <laughs> we go back to the field. We're meeting another eyewitness, Jarvis, whose profession is listed as outdoorsman, which is, uh, even for the show, just, he's just, sure. he likes the outdoors. It's not a profession. He's got a trail cam photo of the Yahoo. Uh, and Huckleberry, in what is becoming like a fourth wall breaking meta bit, I feel like, I, I know it's not actually what happens, but I feel like he shoves the whole scene aside, Looney Tunes style, to get right in front of the camera and go, going after the Yahoo is personal to us, because it's a hillbilly just like us. It lives up here in the hills. We're going after the hillbilly Bigfoot. He's again the entire name of the series is Mountain Monsters. They're all mountain monsters, literally hill monsters. All of them, every single one of them. I think I think he's trying to get the name of the show changed to Hillbilly Bigfoot, or maybe he's trying to get his spinoff made of Hillbilly Bigfoot. He thought the show was going to be called Hillbilly on Hillbilly, and he did not yet see the emails from the network saying no. There's already something called that. Hermails? And if you, you mean them Hermails? If you Google it, you get you get that show way before you get ours. <laughs> you get the most vital pornography. Uh, he, I love. I just love it. Anywhere they go, Uncle Barry's ready to jump in front of the camera and sell this hillbilly on hillbilly talking point. Uh, Jarvis seems kind of thrown by this. He starts his testimony. He was out here in his little forest golf cart, just blasting around, not doing anything in particular. When he saw a footprint, what was abnormal? And this is Jeff. They, you can see them feeding all the prompts here because Jeff says, did you feel that what you saw was a huge oversized human foot? <laughs> He's getting Jeff is getting so frustrated at his prompts <laughs> not being taken. Yeah, that he, he is talking to them like a little child. Just I would like for you to say. Out loud now that you saw a huge, some kind of Bigfoot in different words. So Jarvis says, it looked like a human foot. Very carefully taking the problem. <laughs> He's like, good enough for you? Do I get my you, wookie you snack see, now? You seem mad. You seem mad about it, sir. Uh, it was every bit of 20 inches or more. So now he's wildly escalating what they have established. And then Huckleberry jumps but still not that crazy. That's still a Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, this is all still Shaq in a rented costume, trying to trying to drive down valuable property prices for his house flipping business. We we know that. That's the end game of this show. And Huckleberry wants to chimes in to say, and that's what caught your eye, it being so big. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing here? It's like they're trying to get him to say Bigfoot so without actually saying the words. And it's such yeah. a weird spot to put this interview. Like, I don't know why they didn't edit it into earlier in the show, because again, they're already building their trap. They not only have, yes. have heard yeah. it, but run into it, been within 50 feet of it, seen it on thermal, seen tracks themselves, know where it lives. They've been to its old house. They now know exactly where to put their trap. It's they're done. Like they're not looking for evidence that it lives there anymore. They found its house. This is more familiarity than I've had with many girlfriends. There are parts of this where I've been in a, a long-term committed relationship and I have not been to your former home and, and know your preferred scent of Barry. Like I, you're so intimate with this foot. Just pull the trigger. Just kill this foot already. <laughs> Cause they're still kind of out to kill it. 
Uh, but we're about to see that change. Right. We're about to see that change. They're still getting like convinced that it exists. Like this guy, uh, Jarvis, has another trail cam picture that's just like a gorilla shape scratched on an old piece of film. And they're like, wow, you must really be out there. Like if you dropped a camera into an empty creek, it would pick pick out 45 more convincing Yahoo pictures than this. It's just a, a blur. It's nothing. However, what and, I like. And again, why are we doing this? We're we're we're. It's so precious to him. We're on its tail. It's so precious to him that what he does is he takes out a photographer's portfolio and then carefully selects a print of his many, like this is his art, and like he's some sort of model dropping off a big fo- Bigfoot headshot. It's it's great. They, to their credit, I'll, I'll sell it like, like a child brought home a drawing that they're proud of. Uh, we finally see the, the photo. The ass end of it, it's nothing. Uh, they they establish that he's huge. He's Trapper says he's built for speed and power, like like he's a speedboat, like he's thinking about buying this Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> here's where it starts to fall apart a little bit. Trapper says, "How long ago did you take this?" And Jarvis Jarvis says, "About a week and a half ago." And you can see it a little bit of panic in Trapper's eyes, because what he's looking at is the Bigfoot costume they've had all this time, uh, which is to say a light brown Bigfoot costume. And they have established and used a bunch of footage where they say, this is black. And so what Trapper does is says, well, a week and a half ago, like trying to give him some time, nothing. He doesn't take it back. Trapper says, why, he still had his light color. He hadn't shedded that summer hair getting into his winter (laughs) hair. Because as you know, Creatures want to change to their dark black hair to better blend with the snow. They better blend with the black it snow. It is a process that takes one week. A, a wonderful bit of improv because you can see on Trapper's face, he's no he has he knows he has the camera on him and has to come up with something. As if they're doing this live in front of an audience and that they cannot simply turn the cameras off and stand there for 20 minutes and come up with something. No, that's not how he works. We're, we're doing this on the fly and then we're moving on. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Everything's live. They decide from this picture of zero yahoos. They have now decided there's a whole family of yahoos though. Like somehow whole yeah, a whole family unit just from this picture, which, again, shows zero. But immediately after they establish, yeah. well, this must be a whole family. I, I think they, he says that he found tracks or something. Uh, but they, now it's a family. Like, that improv sticks immediately. Now it's a family. And immediately afterwards, we cut to Wild Bill and Willie in the Trap Shack, where they have built an absolute where they have built a guillotine for giants out of wood. It is so two dimensional. Like it needs to land with 1 million percent accuracy to do anything other than mash one Bigfoot finger into paste. It's the dumbest, the dumbest trap. It's just going to trap him and not hurt him. And how that works is he's going to reach in with his right hand and grab their bait, uh, which they, which all the others have brought now, they say it's the West Virginia banana, the pawpaw, which I, I don't know enough yeah, to deny that, but it feels hilarious. Uh, it's the Yahoo's favorite the fruit, for West sure. Virginia banana <laughs> for, for, for the skunk ape, of course. 
But he's going to reach in for that with his right hand, and then the logs will come down harmlessly, tra- the exact shape and size of a, of a Bigfoot arm. Yes. To harmlessly trap him in there. And then we're going to hope he doesn't let go of, of the West Virginia banana to pull his hand out like it's a vending machine. <laughs> but of course, all of this relies on him being right-handed, which they have established. We know. We know from the pictures. He must be right-handed. Does not get a repurpose where they're chopping Bigfoot in half because he has a family now. Yes. And I cannot <laughs> emphasize enough how spectacularly the lore of this show is blown to pieces in the course of like three minutes. Where they go to a guy, he's got a trail camera. The Bigfoot is the wrong color. He then comes back with other photos with multiple prints side by side, and the prints are different sizes. So now, very late in the episode, right before the final night hunt, they decide, oh, there's a colony of yahoos here. Every Up till now, the yahoo has been one 300-year-old creature. That is the entire point. It is a creature of legend. So is it? does it have a family for the first time? Are they establishing that it is a species of creature? But they have built a hilarious cartoon trap to catch the arm of exactly one Yahoo. So they do not seamlessly go to, well, if we catch one of them, then the rest of them will gather around. It's like, no, think about it. If you catch one of them, the rest of them are going to attack you. So as cartoonish as the idea is in every previous episode of what are we going to do with this creature once we have it, now it becomes mind-boggling what they think they're going to do once they have this whimsical cartoon creature, this this monster with its arm stuck between two logs, probably its wrist probably broken, probably howling in pain with its wife and children <laughs> panicking next <laughs> to it. They are going to come in and do what? What? What I is think, what is step two right. of this plan? <laughs> yeah, why, 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 do you trap it for science? I think what really it's such a small detail and it shows how in this scenario they have made up for themselves in this framework of this television show how fragile it is is that Jarvis when he brings out those I'm sure they knew that he was going to bring out multiple prints like at, at some point when Jarvis says I think one of them was a lot smaller than the others which you can't necessarily see on that I think that's what turns everything around because now they realize there is a child Bigfoot at stake And what they don't want to do is make a Bigfoot widow and Bigfoot orphans, (laughs) even though two scenes ago, Wild Bill was saying, I'm going to eat that Bigfoot's wife. (laughs) (laughs) And this trap, I mean, we're talking about it like the dad has chosen to grab the pawpaw. It's very possible that one of the children will climb up onto the trap and just get completely mashed into nothing. Obliterated. It's going to kill whatever it comes down on. It's the surest death trap they, they have ever made. It is an execution method. Uh, so the, the, with this wild turn of events, we are now in the night hunt where they all have their shotguns to maybe certainly not murder the Bigfoot children, still with all of their shotguns. <clears throat> Trapper is saying, this is personal for me, but I'm not going to kill him. But it's personal. Like, they don't know what the fuck to do here. Everything's been thrown right out the window. They st- he His explanation for it being personal, he says... 
it's personal because this is his home state. And that's it. And then he adds, not only that, there's a damn family of them. That's the whole motivation. Now, this is fucking crazy to me. Like, this is, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like, he's mad at, like, an indigenous species for existing in the state he lives in. And he's pissed off at it for having a family. Like, it's 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 like an allegory for racism. So it's personal. They're maybe they're certainly not about to kill it. They are armed with shotguns, driving it into a wooden guillotine with its children. Uh, <laughs> so, and a couple of uh, there's a couple of lines in here that I thought were brilliant, which is when they start walking through. Uh, they look kind of at the woods, and I think it's Buck who says, "There's a lot of trees shoved down in here," which is just such a good way to say forest. Like, yeah, so weird. <laughs> a lot of trees shoved down in here. Yeah, what's well, a forest, right? I was looking for that. I was looking for that word. Buck also says, be careful in here, guys. It's a good place to twist an ankle, which is such a such a fucking troop <laughs> master least, thing to say. Least of their dangers. You're on a deadly Bigfoot. You're all armed with shotguns. And you think covering your friend means killing him before he can turn foot. Uh, <laughs> but careful. Don't twist an ankle. We'll put you down. Uh, they find its track and are immediately on its trail. And they send Wild Bill up a tree as a as a so, sort of a scouting crackhead, sort of a scouting junkie. Uh, yeah. With his wild senses, he hears a snap and he screams, come get you some of this here, Mr. Yahoo. Like daring the Yahoo to run up the tree to fight him in a tree. Didn't think he's holding up it. his knife <laughs> while saying that. Again, Wild Bill has yes, not gotten the memo that they are no longer trying to murder the Yahoo or that the Yahoo or that there are multiple Yahoos. <laughs> In fact, he has sent the memo that we are going to eat this Yahoo to everybody <laughs> and, and is getting he's getting some notes about it. he's getting some pushback. I think he put that in the wrong group text. There's a his church. His church friends just found out he's going to kill a Bigfoot. And they're like, what? What are you talking <laughs> You're about? You're going to eat a Yahoo. Is that an Internet thing? We're not we're not really down on the Internet. This is 2013 and we're a church. Uh, so <laughs> split into their two teams. They think one of the Yahoos, just one of them, is paralleling us, as Trapper says. So, like, nobody's going to make fun of... They're going to make fun of Jeff or Bipedal, but he can say fucking paralleling. Uh, paralleling. They're stopping to marvel at every track they find, once again, in the middle of a hunt. Like, you're you're fighting him yeah. right now. He's going right for the trap. They've successfully, what they think is successfully, driven him in there, where they all join forces again. They decide, this time, okay, three Yahoos... For sure. We know that based on nothing, but we're narrowing it down. And now here is where they finally first hear the dreaded, I'm going to remind you, bone chilling, soul shattering scream. Oh my God. We just heard the Yahoo scream. It's more powerful than I ever imagined. It shook my chest. If they had assigned us to come up with the funniest possible version of the Yahoo sound to, to insert into their post-production of this episode where, where they all act terrified of hearing it. We could not have beaten what they came up with. It is incredible. It is someone winning $80 on a riverboat. You know. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a hick who's real excited. You can plainly, it's no mistaking that it is a guy. It is a guy just off camera yelling the word Yahoo. Like he's having a great time at six. They did not do try to do like a, like a <laughs> filter on it to try to make it sound like a growl or a howl no. or anything. It's just a guy. No filter saying Yahoo. He's not even doing it with an edge. He's just yelling the word Yahoo. Like he's having a real good time. And they all react like the enterprise took a photon torpedo. They're just 
fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. We're all shaking. We're all screaming. They're, they're terrible. Buck says it shook his chest, which is to say it wiggled his titties. <laughs> that Yahoo wiggled my titties. It's going to be my quote, even though nobody said it. Uh, <laughs> Yahoo wiggled my titties. Uh, so we cut to commercial on this, the funniest moment of the episode. If this whole thing was like a shaggy dog joke, just like, just really dragging it on, setting it on, just... No, no, just nothing but set up just to get to this moment and then undersell it with a Yahoo. It's so effective. It's so good. God, it's it's the perfect comedy. Uh, they recap everything leading up to it. Do the Yahoo again. Uh, Huckleberry yells, come on down here. Like the Yahoo is up in a tree being pesky. Uh, Wild Bill joins in. We go get you some of this. Like uh, we have forgotten the note that we're not going to kill this Yahoo. Almost immediately. Uh, so they, they now need to get out of the ravine onto level ground because this Yahoo is going to, to kill them with its sonic attack, which again, sounds like, sounds like a guy on a water slide. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff has him on thermal. Trapper says onward 70 yards to the forward. Uh, so I think, <laughs> I think Trapper's losing his mind a little bit in this episode. Yeah. I think he's been broken by all the quick shifts to the improv where he no longer has a footing in our reality. Uh, they decide they're they're surrounded. The whole Yahoo family, including Child, have have combined into a fighting unit, and their superior Bigfoot tactics have them surrounded once again. There's Yahoo screams from all directions, and it gets funnier every time they do it. Uh, Trapper says, "I spotted another nest in the trees." Like that means anything at all at this point in the episode. What a right! Yes. Like, what are you talking? Ripley's believe it or not, like you were like. You are currently being torn yeah. apart by Yahoo's is the fiction of this. They have you surrounded and are ripping off your arms. Like, I got a, I got a nest. There's still just a guy, just a guy like five feet away going, Yahoo, Yahoo, over and over at them. It's the tension for this scene. That's the monster. Uh, and then a small tree falls, which is, I have to give it to them. This is upping stakes for them because those, yes. if that tree falls in any other direction, none of them are agile enough to get out of the way. It's a legit death trap. This was almost a team party kill. On one hand, they pushed a real tree over. I don't know if they found, uh, I mean, they, they own chainsaws. They could have easily just cut it mostly. And then, you know, when they got close to it, a crew member could have pushed it over. But the, the funniest thing is, visualize this listener. These, these men are in the woods. A tree falls over and they start screaming, Hi, he pushed a tree over. Picture where they're standing and where the Yahoo beast would have to be standing to push the tree over. Literally three feet to their right, they don't look that direction. They look at I the log. The camera is even pointed like where where the Yahoo would have had to be. As if when he pushes as that if tree. the the remarkable thing is the tree, because it's like, oh, the tree almost right. fell on. They jump back instead of Holy crap, the Yahoo beast is within arm's reach of us. Like it could, if it's as yes. big as we're describing it, it could grab any of us right now. So they, they're also overselling it. They say this thing just threw a 50 foot tree at us. Well, what it did was it pushed over about a 17 foot tree, a very young tree. It's, it's, it would kill this whole team, but that's because it's a low right. bar. And <laughs> Willie gets, so excited, he goes full fat Albert and goes, hey, 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 I got hair. <laughs> like, exactly in that intonation. Yeah, they're still like collecting samples for the yeah, collecting samples. Fur. Seventh grade science project. 
<laughs> tried to murder you with a tree right now. He is in the process of trying to murder you with a tree. You're collecting his hair samples. And he's over there going, fuck it, don't do that. It's weird. It's gross. Oh. And it's gray and uh, black, so they decide this must be the alpha male. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they, for some reason, because he got his winter fur in. It's not, it's not the same ape costume. This one's different. We spray painted that ape costume. Uh, it throws another tree at them. Trapper says, just missed me. Nobody has like a bead on it at this point. Jeff Jeff doesn't have it on thermal. Uh, Trapper at this point has to concede. Well, hell, he's a pretty good trap builder himself. He has to concede that he has fallen into a Yahoo trap. That <laughs> 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 the Yahoo has, has taken their tactic, which is to split up into teams and drive both of the teams together towards their trap and then execute it. And it worked this time. Yeah. The trap caught the hillbillies it was hillbilly on hillbilly you were just thinking of yourself as the wrong hillbilly uh, he's beating you he's beating you at your own game ultimate humiliation this has to this has to be this has to be like bigfoot cucking at this point jason's yeah. right this is like fetish shaming this is the ninth episode and i think they've been outsmarted by at least seven of the monsters all of them got away and seven of them with direct tactical advantage like yeah. he simply was the better player i yeah I did not have the moves. Uh, they hear something back at their trap and everybody scatters to go to their little forest golf carts. Uh, they're, despite the fact that they're close enough to hear their trap, which means it would be faster to walk the hundred feet. But no, we, we run back to the golf carts and just whoop it up as we're getting there. I don't know why this is the reaction that gets me, but when they pull up in their little golf carts and they see that their trap does not have three cut in half yahoos in it, they're so frustrated. Somebody <laughs> just goes, ah, and then there's a real tired. God damn it. Like, <laughs> like they're getting, they're getting so sick of it. They're getting so sick of being chumps all the time. They're getting so sick of being the Washington generals of big footing. <laughs> what are we getting clowned on anymore? The Yahoo, what the Yahoo did was it pushed a tree over on their tree as though to say, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm going to do it better. And they, what's, what's great is that's not me saying that. They all as a team admit, Trapper says, he built a better log trap. He's too damn smart. He's too damn smart. <laughs> he's too damn smart. <laughs> While Bill says, man, we worked that dogs on that trap. Like he's he's upset that Yahoo did not respect their work ethic. They have to give it to him. Uh, Trapper says these Yahoos live and work in family units. <laughs> their job. They're, they're natural loggers. Their job is, is they learned it from us. They learned... They learned logging from us, and now they're simply better at it than we are. And uh, they really have to give it to them. And Huckleberry, who has been stealing this episode every single time, just just running rampant over it, just bulldozing over everything to say this is the hillbilly on hillbilly arc. He gets his chance to deliver the final line, and what he says is, word for word exactly, hillbilly ingenuity built it, hillbilly ingenuity tore it up. <laughs> You can see he knows he fucked that up. He's like, oh, I had that whole episode. And that whole there are no episode. second takes. No, it doesn't work that way. And also in the middle of all that, Buck ruins everything by saying, he's eluded people for hundreds of years, and now we know why. Again, back to it being an, a single immortal creature, ignoring everything yep. they found out in the course of this episode, and the fact that they were just surrounded by a yahoo family implying that they reproduce and that is it is a species right. and there are many of them nah he's just it, it's he's right back to the original thing from the from the briefing so to put our jackie chan 
everybody laugh freeze frame ending on this. Wild Bill pipes up and says, Hey, I tell you, uh, I can't bow out, man. I was wanting to get one of them little youngsters, huh? Domesticate him and chase bears for me. And then he does his <laughs> vaudeville zip. And, and we're out. He wants to he wants to steal and enslave the children, specifically yep. the children. He wants to steal Bigfoot's children and turn him into an attack beast for him. <laughs> after him he eats a... his mother. It's <laughs> a fucking absolute lunatic. Even by their standards, they all have to just, they all laugh and we go out on that. But what you just said is some serial killer shit. Yeah. They are each on a different page and Wild Bill is so far down this murder fantasy. It's turning pages by the This was the episode when we all realized that the mountain monsters referred to in the title of the series are these men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're the real walking dead. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so now it's time to do the impossible, which is pick just one quote from each of this. Uh, how about Sean? You go first this time. All right. Um, there's a line where they're completely surrounded by the family of yahoos and they turn to Jeff with his magical thermal camera. And Jeff just says to him, I lost it, guys. I got nothing. <laughs> and it cracked me up because he never have fucking anything, Jeff. <laughs> it's my favorite quote. Depended on you for one thing <laughs> and you've never delivered. <laughs> said it all calm too not like oh i've killed us all he's just like now nah, guys come on you know this shit doesn't work <laughs> jason when, when the team sees the trap that willie built uh, a trapper says probably the meanest thing i've ever heard one human say to another is he looks at a log propped up on top of a second log and says it's better <laughs> than what i expected I heard you wanted to put a log over another log and this, you know what? I pictured worse than this. I was, I was, it's better than what I expected. Pause way better. (laughs) That is his expectations were so brutally low that (laughs) that it is basically tragic. (laughs) 